Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guests today are Todd Angeli and Rachel Gogan. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Hi, how are you? Thank you. Thanks for having us. Such an honor to have you here today. And we also have a special guest, Owen Gogan. He with us is. Today. He's eating dinner right now, but he will be joining us shortly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now, why don't you both start off by telling us more about you and where are you from? Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Well, my name's Rachel. Um, and again, thanks for having us. Um, so back in 2011, I started working with service dogs. And, um, and in 2013, I got Owen. And what I saw working with service dogs, I knew that I wanted to do something special with Owen. Uh, so he and I trained as a therapy dog team. And we go and we visit hospitals, we visit kids in the hospitals and nursing homes and, and hospice centers and and it's just been a really incredible, wonderful experience with him. Um, and, you know, dogs just do so much for us. Um, so I had gone to visit someone in a hospice center one day and I had Owen and I used to bring him all the time. And the one day I didn't have him, I, I walked by a woman who was in a wheelchair in the solarium. And I used to just say kind of hi to her every day when I passed. She was in there every day. And I didn't have Owen one day. And she's, I said, hi, how you doing? And she said, hey, she said, where's that dog? And I said, oh, geez, I'm really sorry. I, I don't have him today. I just came from work. And she said, don't ever come here again without that dog. And I said, I, do you want me to go get him? And she said, yeah, I do. And I said, okay, fair, fair enough. I'll be right back. So I went and I got him. And every day that I would go, I would stop by and visit with her. And the nurses later on told me that she never had a visitor. So she looked forward to seeing Owen every day. And I didn't know that until, you know, she said, don't ever come here again without that dog. And I never did. Yeah. So, so that's a little bit about me. I love it. Todd? Yeah. So, uh, so my name's Todd Angeli. And uh, I guess as, as relates to the subject, uh, I was working as a probation officer uh, and also working at the Boston Garden, where the home of the Boston Bruins. And uh, I had met uh, Rachel, who's a, a, a member there. And what was funny was we didn't really know that we had a, a background in corrections. And uh, we would later find out that, you know, we were going to be working. I was going to be taking on a new job with the state prison system here in Massachusetts. And I find I find out then uh, one night at a game that she worked for the prison system. So I had known her for several years, but never knew that she worked in the prison system. We always were just friendly and she'd come up and say hi and, you know, at, at the games. And uh, as her and I got closer and I find out what she's doing uh, at the time, um, you know, at the prison system, uh, she had created, she had created a, uh, what we call a, a needs program, which was uh, uh, the, the inmates were training service dogs for different types of individuals that required their services. And, and that, you know, that it just sparked an interest and, you know, just appealed to me more about her. And we just got more and more tight and more and more, you know, friendly. And um, when I uh, assumed the role, I guess, of the anthem singer for the Boston Bruins, um, we were sitting around one day just joking um, about things we could do with the anthem singer and that role and what might be uh, fun to do in the community. And I, I joked saying we should, we should uh, like uh, uh, make, make a movie. And, and I, was just, I was just joking. I really was. And she said, what about a children's book? And it just like it was like this bolt of lightning. It was just like that. 
that yeah okay and it just went on from them and and her background and then what appealed to me about the role that I'm in with the Bruins and doing a lot of community work it made sense to write a children's book which is you know uh, aptly titled The Adventures of Owen and the Anthem Singer and uh, so we published our first copy and and we've had a lot of fun with it and finding a lot of uh, uh, I, I wouldn't use the word need for it, but just appeal among the young hockey fans or just young kids in general, because uh, there really isn't a, an outlet for them. You know, you go to a pro shop or a store and there's shirts and there's all these things for adults, so to speak, but there's never anything really there for the little kids. So, uh, you know, I think the story appealed to them and, and so far so good. It's only been out for a few months and we're planning on some more copies, but I'll, I'll stop there. And uh, so, yeah, so that's, uh, that's kind of like my background in this uh, endeavor. I love it. Now, Todd, tell us a little bit more about your experience being the national anthem singer for the Boston Bruins. Um, I, I guess, well, you know, I, I, I did go to school and study uh, to be a teacher. And when I was in Boston, I was uh, in the opera program at, at New England Conservatory. And I guess like everybody else who's in, you know, that doing that type of work, I dreamed of being the next Pavarotti and, uh, <laughs> You know, things just go the way they go and, and uh, didn't work out. So uh, there was, uh, we had a, uh, the national anthem singer for the Boston Bruins, Renee Raincourt, had been in that role for 42 years and was just an icon, not only amongst the Bruins, but just among Boston and, and the New England area. Everybody, actually still, everybody knows who Renee is. And I, I still hear um, references to him. But, you know, getting into that role and 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 then quickly seeing how, uh, that presented so much more opportunity to get involved in the community. And, you know, Rachel and I working in corrections, that's, uh, well, I mean, it, it is what it is, but it's unfortunately a very negative climate and we we work around, um, you know, uh, bad situations. So for us to go out into the community and, and work with kids and, and be in situations where it's a positive um, outcome and people are happy to see us as opposed to the opposite at work, uh, you know, that's, that's been a, a real true joy in this. And, and uh, don't, don't tell anybody this, but it's, it's, it's a lot of fun to get out on the ice and sing in front of, you know, 20,000 uh, crazy, you know, ready to go Bruins fans. But my real joy has been doing this type of work, you know, in the community and with the kids and being able to bring this positive, especially through the pandemic and, and everything. Um, it, it, that's been the real joy in this and uh, strengthening our relationship and seeing the need for this. Very powerful. Now, Rachel, tell us a little bit more about your experience working with service dogs. So um, it, it's been incredible. Um, it was, I, you know, when we st I started the program from the ground up and, um, you know, working with the inmates and seeing not only those service dogs and the training that they did, but then after the fact, when the, when the dogs graduated, um, and the people that were uh, teamed up with, with the dogs would come into the prison and meet with the inmates. And the first graduation we had, I think we had four dogs that graduated um, the, on the first round. And to see, I think there was 20 um, inmates that we had like training, you know, and backup trainers and all that. But there wasn't a dry eye in the house. So to see 20 inmates crying their eyes out, because for the first time in their lives, they were not only responsible for something, but they did something really amazing and they actually helped somebody. So we've had um, at least four that will continue to call and say that they're doing great. They've gotten out of prison. 
they started training dogs um, on their own because they just loved it and they found so much joy in it. So that, you know, was the, probably uh, the, hands down was the best thing I've ever been involved with in my career. Um, so to see that um, we had the fir- one of the first service dogs came in, uh, or, you know, he got paired up with a, a child who was severely, severely autistic. And to the point where the parents, when they went out, they had three kids. And when they went out, they had to take two different vehicles um, because they knew that at some point during the night, he, you know, they were going to have to leave with one of the, with the autistic child. And the first time they had the dog, um, he, and he was, you know, he had, he was having an episode and he was on the floor kicking and screaming. And the mother told this story and she, the dog went right up and just went right up to the child's nose, just like this. And he instantly stopped. So to see that and hear that story just resonated with the inmates and, and all of us, all the staff. Um, you know, when we first started the program too, what was interesting is staff didn't want it. They, they were very um, against having inmates have the dogs. And it took about a year. I'm going to say it took about a year. But um, to see that program thrive and staff for, you know, to come around, they were bringing in treats and petting the dogs and, and the whole thing. So it was really, it was an incredible experience. It was, it was an amazing opportunity. Very inspiring. Thank you. And I have, I just have to interrupt and add this, you know, and then I come into the, the, you know, from probation into this agency, I have to speak to, to her success. When you walk into a prison and what you expect to see, and then you walk into this, this one particular location and you see inmates walking around with dogs or in their cells with dogs or out in the, in the yard training dogs and, and talk about being, you know, you have all the stigmas and the stereotypes all in your head, ready to go. And, and I walked in there and I said, wait a minute, hold on a second. I don't, this doesn't make any sense. And it was just incredible. So I, I just had to add that, um, you know, to, to Rachel's uh, success and, and everything that she, she, she did with that. Very powerful. Now, yeah. can you all tell us more about your book, The Adventures of Owen and the Anthem Singer? Well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll stop. I'll, we'll, we'll get it up there really quick so everybody can take a look at it. And what's interesting, it's... Um, well, we can make it easy. You can purchase at both Amazon and Bonds and Noble. And if you can't remember the title, you can just put in either Rachel Gogan or Todd Angeli, and it will direct you to that. Um, all the money, uh, all the proceeds goes to the Boston Bruins Foundation. And what's wonderful about that foundation is uh, the, these are the alumni, the, the, the past players of, of the Bruins, and they continue to work with the team, with the community, and with age agencies and organizations and community partners that that need help or guidance or whatever. And, and if I can quickly, um, the Boston Bruins Foundation is a nonprofit that collaborates with charitable organizations that demonstrate a commitment to health and wellness, education and athletics. So when you think about our more rural areas in, in Boston uh, that need some fixing up of you know, playgrounds or things like that. And one of the greatest things that they do is they in, they'll they install outdoor um, uh, rinks, um, not ice rinks, like like what you would like street hockey rinks. And um, that, and, and then, you know, being able to go in and, and help kick off that, you know, they'll have me come out and sing the anthem and, you know, really getting involved with the community. So when we had the idea for the book, we said, hey, we've got to get in touch with the, with the foundation. 
because we want this uh, these proceeds to go to something really, um, you know, powerful. So what we're able to do with this and, and our agreement, so to speak, is that um, each book that we publish, we're going to want to focus on a different um, foundation or charity or what have you. Uh, some that we've thought about um, have been, you know, um, military, the Navy mm -hmm. SEALs. Uh, Rachel and I were at a Navy SEAL event over the summer. Well, this is, it's the summer. Yeah. Uh, earlier this summer. Um, with Owen, and, yeah. you know, with, yeah, with <laughs> Owen. And what was wonderful about that is they, they're focusing in on on uh, unfortunately the suicide epidemic and and those mental health issues and um so we're going to do a book about Owen and the Anthem singer um, um meeting the navy seals or whatever that is we're not really sure about the the title yet um another one would be the firefighters um you know just trying mm -hmm. to find those those agencies and organizations where we can really make an impact and 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 partner up and have that all funnel through the foundation so to speak so um each, you know, this this initial book right here, just a real, I wouldn't call it a simple message, but I think something that really needs to be accentuated. Um, and I think especially during the pandemic, we weren't planning on this when, when the book came out. But, you know, um, at the basis of this book is uh, the anthem singer uh, hooks up with his uh, his best friend, Owen. Um, we, we You, you can kind of guess which team we're rooting for, but that's not necessarily uh, – <laughs> due to copyright issues and things, we, we have to keep that kind of vague. But um, the focus of this is that um, we want, you know, we want the kids to understand that they need, they can follow their dreams and that anything is possible. And in this book, uh, the anthem singer is going to be singing at the anthem for his favorite hockey team. And Owen is going to be dropping the ceremonial uh, puck for the beginning of the game. And um, you follow them as they practice and go through all the jitters and, and the apprehensions and the nervousness uh, but what ends up happening is they continue to work hard and believe that they can do it and and that if you work hard and you continue to follow those dreams, which uh, a, a true hockey fan will understand uh, that this was two of the biggest dreams for Owen and the Anthem Singer, mm -hmm. um, that you can you can accomplish it. And we just want the kids to know that, especially these days, that, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, how silly you think other people, you know, think may, may think it sounds or maybe you think it's silly, but there's just something about it. We want you to follow that, and and it's interesting. It's on. It's it's going to be there. Um, follow your own, follow your own Bach dot com, find, and that's. I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Findyourownbach.com uh, is something that you know Rachel has really, really nurtured and, and and brought about, and that's just just that. If you think about it, um, Owen or or the anthem singer, they're they're finding their own bark, finding their own voice, and. Um, really working towards that. And uh, I, I spoke for a real long time and I'm sorry, Rachel, but you know, I, it, it, as we want it to be inspiring for other people, it continues to be inspiring for me and for Rachel. And, and it gets really stressful at times because we continue to come up with ideas and we have a list, you know, 40 miles long of different organizations and titles and subjects. And it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta stop. But it's such a influential and motivating uh, book and project for us that it's just hard to stay, um, you know, not to get, crazy about it because we, we we love it so much yeah so. yeah so we have a, a christmas one that's already written um where owen and todd want to uh they they want to find santa so they they look for santa um and i'm not going to spoil it uh whether or not they find him but uh <laughs> we'll see but uh, like todd said we i mean we we've got the navy seals organization the fire departments the police departments the you know, all, all these different organizations, and, and we now have organizations reaching out to us, which is really amazing. 
Um, we've been uh, book signings. We're doing one this weekend. We're doing another one in August in Portland, Maine. Um, people have been so supportive um, of us. We autograph the book. I have a potograph um, of Owen. So I, I uh, put his, his paw print in clay, sent it to the ink company, and they actually made a, um, a paw print uh, of him. So we potograph it. I, I call it the potograph, and he loves it. Owen loves Todd. He absolutely adores Todd, which I love. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Now, you do have some comments that came in here from the audience. They said that's a nice cover. And also, so Owen is like the airbud of charities. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Now, can you all tell us more about your company? Find your own bark. Yeah, so we started this company um, kind of, you know, before it came about before the book. And it was just something that, you know, because of Owen and him being the therapy dog, and um, I wanted something to kind of put a mark on it. Um, so, I, you know, we, we developed this company called Find Your Own Bark. And when it was funny because when we came up with the name, we, really, we didn't have the book and, and the book wasn't even in the title, but this just goes to... Um, show that, you know, kind of you're put in places, I, I think you're put in places where you're meant to be. And when we came up with that book, uh, we came up with the, the name of the company, then all of a sudden we were writing the book and we looked at each other and we said, you know, we're really teaching kids to find their own bark and not only kids, but people in general. Yeah. And, you know, so the, the name just absolutely fit like a glove and we, it was, it was just kismet. It was, it was gold. And the Bruins Foundation has just been amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. been amazing to work with. They have set us up at the Bruins Pro Shop for a book signing. Um, they've been working with us, you know, um, to, to promote the book and uh, at the Pro Shop. And, and they've just gotten us places where we never would have gotten. So we can't thank the Bruins Foundation enough for all their help. Yeah. Very powerful. Now, do you all have any last words for the audience today? You know, um, this has been such a great project, and and um, you know, I I I'd like to see everybody buy a book because it's 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 going everything. We we take no, we're not recouping anything on this, um, and we're everything is going to the foundation, and we know it's going to go to such positive programs. And when we get out and see these, the result of of what the foundation does, um, it just drives us more and more. Um, and I just, I just really appreciate everybody who, who's on right now watching this, uh, and yeah, just you. find your own bark and, and follow your dreams. And, uh, you never know. I love it. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Wow. That, that's a good one. Well, yeah. you know, to go back on, you know, what you asked, you know, you asked a little about a background and I mentioned that I wanted to be the next Pavarotti. If you had told me. 20 years ago, I'd be uh, the national anthem singer for the Boston Bruins. I, I really would have would have laughed at you. Um, and then on the flip side, you know, there was this, there's been times where I'm like, you know, that would have been great to make it as a big opera star. But, you know, I'm right where I want to be. And and sometimes, you know, that that line be, between point A and point B is it most it's not a straight line. It, it takes many different curves and. And I think by following your heart and meeting people like Rachel, you, you're just going to get to that destination. And again, being in this position, I wouldn't ask for it to be any other way. Um, and I, I hardly ever think about that opera side of what I do. 
um, this is exactly what I want to be doing and, and hopefully do it uh, for as, as long as as long as we can keep sending that message. Um, so you, you can't be afraid. Um, I, I, you know, uh, we say all the time to the kids, uh, some people say it was Wayne Gretzky. People say it was Michael Jordan. They say you miss, you, uh, you know, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. And we took a shot with this and, and it, and it worked out. And if it didn't, then, well, at least we took a shot. So, you know, when you put your head down at night, if you know that you took a shot and you, you, you gave it your all, you know what I mean? Leave it all on the field, and uh, I'm going to stop talking again. I can keep going. Uh, it's just, it's just been, it's been a really inspiring project, and we just, uh, we're really excited to keep going with this. Yeah, and you know, we've we've done readings, and um, I did a, a reading in town, at, and and just watching the kids, and you know, playing with Owen, and I, I bring Owen, um, and you know, he just kind of walks around the kids, and they're playing with him, and I'm reading the book, and and it's just for me, it's such a thrill to watch that. Um, bringing him into the hospitals and and having parents, you know, crying because for the first time, in, you know, their their child has is going with, through cancer treatments, and for the first time they see Owen and they start smiling. Um, so for you know an hour or two hours, I'll stay there all day. I, you know, as long as they need Owen or they need a smile, I will stay there with them. And um, you know, so like Todd said, I'm exactly where I want to be, and with this book, this book has just brought us to a whole nother level where, you know, once, once all the COVID stuff goes away, hopefully we can get into the hospitals and start doing readings to these kids and delivering books to kids. And, and really that's our, our goal is we just want to put smiles on people's faces, even for, you know, an hour. I love it. Now, where can the audience find you? All right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I have social media. Um, it's all one word, Boston Anthem Singer dot com. Uh, also, that's on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to follow along. Instant. Uh, uh, what do they call it? Direct message or something. Yeah. You know, introduce yourself. Say hi. I love keeping in touch. Um, and um, uh, also the book, if you like I said, there's the title of the book. But if you put in our names uh, to Amazon and, and um, or Barnes and Noble, it's going to bring you right to the book. Mm -hmm. um and you can buy uh, um that them there and that and um it's I also at find your own bar yep. so um and we've also got some swag so if anybody's interested in some swag um that's actually owen and, and todd uh <laughs> we had an illustrator do that so it's uh came out pretty good we were really excited about it yeah. um and my social media is uh instagram is owen dot the pug so take a look at his um he's a uh, He's one of the, um, he, he does a lot of good work with the Bruins. Uh, yeah. he, he did a photo shoot at the Boston Garden and, and he does Owen's thoughts of the game. So follow that in season. It's pretty fun. Absolutely. Yeah. And Owen just got a little bit of Liam. Um, so we're going to be introducing Liam into some books. <laughs> I love it. Very powerful. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Todd, Rachel, and Owen on all of their social media platforms and their website. That's findyourownbark.com. And Todd, Rachel, and Owen, thank you again for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Thank you so much thank for you. having us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you, everybody. Thank you. God bless.